Oh, it's Friday, and we're live from New York. It's the show that refuses to give up on Twitter. Twitter, I still believe in you. It's first things first. On today's show, Cowboys still headed to Minnesota. Dak still back. Why Dak thinks this is a playoff preview already. Meanwhile, Bruce guy Royce O'Neal. Hey, hey, Nick mocked him. You're eating your words, my friend. Eating your words. Why Brew thinks KD owes all of his teammates an apology. And finally, oh, go get your oven mitts from the kitchen because it's going to be the hottest segment of all. uh, What? In all of sports media. (laughs) I'm too hot to even read the script. Burnt your tongue. It's upset alert at 4 o'clock. He's Kevin Wilds. I'm Nick Wright. Brew. You glided off Wilds upset alert last week. All right, it you, is. No. Oh, I've learned. I've learned he my lesson. He can't give his till he hears yours because he has to. No, 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 no. Like no. he's. Well, I'm the king of upset alert. They know it. We start. Streets know it. With the, the end of an era, the era being the Packers' one-game winning streak. Rodgers <laughs> throws two touchdowns, which sounds okay, but actually was just one more than Derrick Henry. Here's Aaron after the game. <laughs> I'm not going to make excuses about my thumb. It's been the same since New York. Um, I don't know. I got to go back and look at it. I felt like fundamentally I was, you know, in a good spot, um, but I just didn't have the same type of uh, consistent grip and and ball coming out the same way. I threw a lot of kind of wobblers tonight, so um, there was some wind, but. Uh, just missed a few throws I should have had. I mean, definitely the one to Sammy and, and the one to Allen for sure. There was wind. Uh, Brew, you believed in this team. I did. You went years being an Aaron Rodgers doubter. Not a hater, but a, a doubter. doubter. Just pointed out the truth. Yeah. But then you changed your tune. No. You believed in Aaron Rodgers. You had him going all the way to the Super Bowl, I believe. Yes. Losing, but getting there. Yeah. Are you ready to say that the Packers season is now over? All right. I have to admit, America, after successfully picking the Warriors to win the you NBA final do that. and the Astros the to win the World Series, that you did do. I have finally gotten one wrong. Okay. The Green Bay Packers will not reach the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, so I'm they're done. To, not they're the Super Bowl. Are they done as far as making the playoffs? They will not make the playoffs. There you go. Because, okay. look, if they make – I'm just – I'm not saying this, mm-hmm. but if they made the playoffs, that means they got hot. Yeah. What, they won five of their last six or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they'll be rolling, and Aaron Rodgers will have been playing well. So if they get in somehow, you got to think, yeah. oh, but they're not getting in. Okay. They're done. Not Mathematically, they may still be alive. Mathematics But don't this is just this. a they're bad done. football yes. team, right? Offensively, they're pretty much pathetic. Oh. All right? And, and last yesterday, night, they the dared deep, Rodgers to beat you. And they he did, couldn't. And he couldn't. They stopped the run. He's no. We have to say it. And I got to admit, I feel funny saying it. As much as I've doubted him in the playoffs, particularly the NFC Championship yeah. games, I feel funny saying he's no longer elite. Oof. Because I, 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 part of me feels like it could come back to bite me at some point, but I don't think so. I don't think he, so. He's about to turn 39 in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And because of Tom Brady, we think, oh, yep, he's right. still got some time. That's no, right. Er, Peyton Manning was 39 when he fell off, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone is not going to be Tom Brady. And Aaron Rodgers has not thrown for 300 yards in his last 16 games. That's wild. You saw last night, I mean, he, he, he was, at least he didn't, you know, sugarcoat it. 
He missed the throws. It wasn't the receiver's fault. It was Aaron Rodgers missing open receivers or sometimes not even seeing them. So, yeah, he's no longer elite. Doesn't mean he can't win if he's got talent around him, but he's no longer elite. And they are Nick Dunn. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been the same since losing that playoff game in the divisional round to Jimmy Garoppolo. And by the way, Dak hasn't been the same since losing that playoff game to Jimmy Garoppolo. It's almost like losing to a quarterback as bad as Jimmy totally makes you reevaluate who you are as a player. However, before I get to my analysis, can we pour one out for Brew's Super Bowl pick? I went to the store. What'd you get? Brew's not a big drinker. Yeah. But when he does drink, his favorite is the Bacardi Bahama Mama. <laughs> he likes true? a sweet drink. No. Oh, he, like, I couldn't find a Mike's Hard life, Lemonade. But, but so let's just pour a little out for Brew's oh. Super Bowl pick. Wow. Because it's officially gone. I apologize, Brew. You should have known better. You should have trusted your gut. I, and I'm, I applaud you for finally admitting it. And we now have to be honest that 5-12 and 12 is on the board. Seven wins is the absolute ceiling. And Aaron Rodgers, we don't have to put any qualifiers on the worst season of his career anymore. What we had been saying is, wow, one of the worst seasons of his career. Right. Or when it got really bad, the worst season of his career after his first year as a starter. Right. 38, soon to be 39 year old Aaron Rodgers, we can show you the numbers, is worse than first year as a starter, Aaron Rodgers. That Aaron Rodgers had a better passer mm. rating, touchdown interception oh. ratio is similar. More yards per game, better yards per attempt, same completion percentage. Not a better mustache. It's so. not a better mustache. <laughs> and it is now, to me, poor franchise management to say the least. Oh, let's go. If they do not put Jordan Love in the starting lineup after the Philly game. Oh, after the Philly after game. The Philly- I w- this is what I would do if I were the Green Bay Packers. I would go to Aaron. I would say... In these 10 days between now and Philly, you and Jordan are splitting reps at practice so we can get him two and a half to full weeks of practice before and no matter what happens in that Philly game, he's going to be our starter the week after, I believe, at Chicago. Yeah, we're going to show you the schedule. The, the, against Chicago. Yep. And I would dare Aaron Rodgers to raise a stink about it. Okay, can I put I would dare there, Aaron Rodgers, who I just gave $150 million to, who's been terrible, to, to all of a sudden start whining or kvetching about the fact that Jordan Love is going to get five weeks, if for no other reason than to prove he's trade-worthy for a team to give up some assets that maybe you can use to get a wide receiver. But you've got to put Jordan Love in the starting lineup. If not this coming week against Philly, because you don't want to put him up against that pass sure. rush, the following week against the Bears. Okay. But then they have a bye. I, I could actually see it happening. I think you give Aaron Rodgers these two more weeks. You give him Philadelphia. You give him at Chicago. To see if he works magic. Then it's a, well, then it's a bye. He owns Chicago. Okay. You can't, yes, sir. He should, he should play against the Bears, and maybe that's it. Why? He I has, don't know. There's like a little bit of history. There's a little bit of respect for the back-to-back MVP. Then if you want to start, him, start Jordan Love against the Rams, I guess so. Let me read you this quote real quick, bro. If we play up to our potential, we can win our last six games. I'm confident in that. Obviously, I've got to play up to my potential tonight, wasn't it? He still believes, kind of. Well, see, and this is why I can't fully get on board with what you said, Nick. Why? It's one thing for us to say they're done. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutenkunz and and Matt LaFleur, they cannot think 
They're done. Why they not? They just can't. They're because they're seven. not done. No, Brew, we can't do What's the mathematically eliminated. We could can't nine do and, it. Could nine and have, eight possibly get them in? Nine and eight, maybe. Ten and seven, would. they would have to run the table to feel right. comfortable they're getting in. But is, I'm just saying you can't. They, as football players, as competitors, they cannot play the last seven uh, weeks thinking we've got no okay, shot. But, it's, but my point is it's not saying we've got no I shot by putting in a first-round pick at quarterback. They've got it. You, th- this is not going to Sam Ellinger. What are you doing? I'm getting your olive branch. The, I have an idea. Oh, the, the, this wait, wait, is wait. not going to Sam Ellinger. Wait, this is you going think I'm to tripping? a guy that no. this is going to a guy, Brew. That you spent a first round. He's pick not on. Sam Ellinger. He the, might be. Okay, but it is not waving the white flag. He, you're right. He might not be any good. But it does not signal to your team that you are definitively done. You're taking out a Hall of Famer. I get it that he's not what he used to be, but he's not in the bottom five in the league in quarterback. I understand, but we don't know what Jordan Love is, and it is Brian Gutenkunst's right. job not just to worry about this season. It is Brian oh. Gutenkunst's job to worry about the long-term health of the franchise. Matt LaFleur, somewhat similar, but he is more focused on the here and now. You've got to play your first-round pick that you have to make a decision on his fifth-year option this offseason. Right. You must play him. Okay, right. but here's the other thing. Like you, you said you go to Rodgers and you tell him this is how no, it's going to be. Can I, can I if he's going to be your quarterback going forward, you, you can't like Here's upset a- him like that. Aaron, you mentioned your thumb in the press conference. Your thumb has been bad for the last few weeks. The olive branch is let's give you two weeks to rest your thumb. No use going out there. You're the back-to-back MVP. You got okay. Chris Broussard not believing but in you. Why do well, we have to? I, but I, see, I'm just – if you can trade Aaron Rodgers, then you don't need what Wiles just said. But if you can't, then you do. No, hold He's on He's going to be your quarterback going forward. Right. You want to take what? him off for well, the man, next uh, year? I, all right, I am – this is not my uh, – my frustration is not with you. I, I am about done with everyone acting like you got to walk on eggshells. They're, listen, at, to quote Don Draper – that's what the money's for. Here we go. You got $50 million a year. You're going to get it next year from us or from someone else. It is a team sport. This organization has treated you well. Maybe we haven't drafted as many first-round receivers as you would like, but we, have, we are a first-class organization, and we are now doing something that you knew was on the board. You took the money. No, we didn't cut Jordan Love. We didn't give him the Jimmy Garoppolo treatment and send him out. You knew he was still here. You are having the worst year of your career. We're four and seven. We're playing him. And if you go whine and cry to Pat McAfee about it, we'll deal with it. <laughs> but that, wait, then, but then that's the, what they're going to say. They're going to bring Aaron into the room and put him on the carpet like no, that. I, no, I no, like that is it. not what I would do. What really? I would do is, no. I like what you did better. Look, Aaron, your God, like, why do we I mean, have to I'm treat it? Because he's going to like, be your he, starter next year. I've said he might I not be trading if I could. Right, and they'll if be I, able But to. if you you think? If, yeah, I think now that's a whole different conversation. I think, but but I think you only trade him next year if Love comes in and acquits himself well. The other possibility is Love comes in, acquits himself well, and you've seen Love in practice, and you're like, oh, boy, we got lucky there because he stinks. And then you trade Jordan Love, and you get something really back for it. But you've got to, I okay. wouldn't go to Aaron and lay it like an ultimatum. I would go to Aaron and be like, hey, listen, one, you were upset in the past. We haven't given you a heads up. Heads up. Jordan's going to start against the Bears. 
because we need to see him play. And unfortunately, this year has not gone the way the way we would have hoped. It, it is still your job. It is still your team. Next year, when you are healthy, we have a fresh start. But we've got we we need to figure what out what's going on. Jordan, Jordan balls Love. out. And you can't trade Aaron Rodgers because of his contract. Okay, so I believe you'll be able to. Tra- I think we have seen teams trade for Carson Wentz, for Matt Ryan, for Russell Wilson. They gave a million things up. Someone will trade something, maybe very okay. small, for Aaron Rodgers. You'll be able to move on from if you want to. But I think you have to ask Aaron Rodgers to be professional. And we're still paying you. The season's lost. You're, you're, you said your thumbs hurt. Let's let this young guy play. And then we'll deal with the rest in the offseason. And if he whines about it, then he can't lead you anyway. We were shocked when Matt Ryan lost his job. We are like, wow, Matt Ryan? You go from MVP, MVP, because it was so to the bench. I was I shocked know. when Mac Jones know. They're still was leading alive. the league. I hear you. Oof. I don't think so. But in that building, Oof. they've got to believe. Okay. They've got to. All right. I, Speaking of teams yeah. that we may or may not believe in, the Titans. Now 7-3. and three. Got Derrick Henry is also a backup quarterback all of a sudden, throwing touchdown passes. Currently the number three seed in the AFC, number one seed in your heart, bro. Contenders or pretenders for the Titans? This pains me to say. Pretenders. Oh, come on. (laughs) You're going to – here's my thing. I love – Tennessee. I love what they're about. I love the defense. They're defending number one seed. They play their way. Right. They're defending number one seed in the AFC. They play their game. They don't try to be something they're not. They don't Mm -hmm. try to keep up with the Mahomeses, right? I like that. That That is However, I told you he's an adjective, (laughs) a verb. They can't score enough to beat Kansas City, Buffalo, and probably maybe Miami in the playoffs. Do you think they can? This is what I think. I think Tennessee has as good of a chance as anyone in the conference outside to lose to the Chiefs in the AFC title game. The idea that we have to respect Buffalo more than Tennessee or Miami more than Tennessee and the, the Buffalo thing, what yes, Bruce, when Buffalo two months ago they played the each same other. Field. Yes, that's right. Two months ago they what played the each score? other. The 41-7. to seven, Yeah. All right. I'm just curious if the Jets and the Bills, when they play again, if you're going to do that same <laughs> math because the Jets beat them. My guess is you won't. The idea that the Titans – can't be the second-best team in the conference the way the Ravens could or the Chargers if they get it together or the Bengals or the Dolphins or the Bills. Of course they could. But of can they of, win the conference? Well, nobody can win the conference but the Chiefs. But aside – so, so, either, so they, are in a, they are in contention for the silver medal in the AFC, which is about as good as it gets for teams typically. And I will tell you this. <laughs> if you're the Miami Dolphins with two as your quarterback and with a rookie head coach – I don't know that I love the idea of playing the Titans in the playoffs. No. Playing Mike Vrabel in the playoffs. Now, I understand t- Nashville is not very cold weather, but in January, you can get cold anywhere. Right. I, there are some things there, and if you are the Buffalo Bills, I understand they waxed them this year, but the Titans also beat them last year. They have, over the last few years, the exact same level of AFC playoff success. They have both been to an AFC championship game and lost to the Chiefs. They've both been to the second-round playoffs and lost. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, the Titans – are contenders to lose to the Chiefs in the AFC They're title the game, which is the fifth best team in AFC. Fifth best. Fifth? Yes. Fifth. Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo, and Kansas City. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings. On the other side of the break. First things first. I don't know if you actually like the Titans. You kind of hate the Bills. Okay. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, and the more money you keep. 
obvious, but with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Cowboys headed to Minnesota. Dak is back. Vikings, a disrespected 8-1. Home underdogs. Dak says this game basically like a playoff game. Take a listen. This is a playoff game. I mean, you got a team that's what one loss, uh, right? Um, yeah, and then us coming in, coming off of one. Uh, we've got, we, we've got, we, we know what this means. Uh, we know what this means in the division. We know what this means uh, in the NFC. So it's about going up there, uh, putting our best foot forward, and making sure that we put our, our best performance out there um, and just show the team that we are in all aspects of our game. Sure. Uh, who do you trust more, Dak or Kirk? Well, you guys know I'm picking Dallas. All right, I said I agree with the Ozmakers. I'm going with Dallas. But if you're going to narrow it down to a quarterback, this pains me to say. I don't really believe in either. But I would say I'd believe more in Kirk. No. Wow. But here's why. No, here's why. too confusing but here's for why. the viewer. Here's no. why. I don't believe in either. But don't believe in either. <laughs> I mean, wow. not to be elite, like, you know, like I'm putting my <laughs> trust in your hands. No. And I've been a that guy. I know. That's why I'm so surprised. But I just see it time and time again. Here's why I would pick Cousins. Because he's throwing to Justin Jefferson. I buy that. And then you got Adam Thielen. But that, that's a big deal. Like some of those throws, those catches Jefferson made no. weren't great throws. No, most and of them he, weren't. Right. No. So <laughs> that's one. And then two, I trust Minnesota's coaching staff not to put it in Kirk's hands like Dallas's will put it in Dak's hands. Wow. Or may put it in Dak's hands. If they if he's throwing 40 yeah. to 50 times, That's I'm scared. I never thought I'd say this, but it's Cousins at the moment. Wow. Just, just right now, heading into, heading into this weekend. And I'll, I'll kind of piggyback on what you said. There is something to this team this year. When they are behind, there's no fear. Cousins is making enough plays to get them back into football games. Whether the throws are accurate or not, he's getting it to Justin Jefferson. He's moving the ball. They're down 17 on the road in Buffalo. 17 on the road in Buffalo, and they won that game because he was able to execute down the stretch. We have not seen that from Dak this season. Doesn't mean it can't happen. This could be the game where we say, oh, here's Dak. Dak is back. But for right now, it feels like it's Cousins. So can I, we, I want to stay on Dak for a moment because it's one of the most confusing narrative career arcs I can remember, which is his rookie year, he was excellent. Mm -hmm. I thought that rookie season, he had an argument for league MVP. 23 touchdowns, four picks, team went 13-3. And And by the way, they lost in the playoffs, but he was excellent in that playoff game against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. That was the last time he was excellent in a playoff game. It was 2016, his rookie season, I guess January of 2017. Hey, we have said going into this year, one of the narratives on him was, oh, 
when Tyron Smith is out, his numbers fall off a cliff, like in a way that a quarterback should not be as reliant on left tackle. Yes. And now Tyron Smith's been out all year, and Dak's having the worst season of his career. Their season ended last year with him making a grievous mental mistake that we all blame McCarthy for thinking it could work, but Dak also pulled the trigger on, I'm running here with 14 seconds left, thinking, and despite all of that, he doesn't get, he is still considered like an elite quarterback, like a top 10 quarterback. He is paid like one, he is talked about like one, and the Cowboys are regarded as a team that now with this defense and that running game, they, they are not regarded like the Vikings, like the quarterback is right. the weak link. And I, we showed it to you yesterday, we can just show it to you again quickly, we have no evidence that Dak Prescott's better than Kirk Cousins. And as I did yesterday, Bill Simmons made this point in the offseason, and I think he's being vindicated on it. Like, those numbers are shockingly so they're not similar. They are almost exactly the same. So my answer is, I guess, similar to Bruce, which is I was just surprised by yours. Not that I disagreed with it. I don't think either one of these guys has earned your trust in a big spot, but it feels like Kirk gets mocked for not coming up in big spots while Dak maybe gets a pass on it. Hmm. Um, odd. I- I'm going off the board here, and I'm going to lead into this other VO, that I don't think the quarterback is going to be the story of this game. I think it's just going to be running the football for the Vikings, where it's like, and I'll show you, we can start the other video. Micah Parsons knows that the defense, is, this is kind of like, you know, their Achilles heels falling off saying, I'll take the blame. We can look at the numbers here the Cowboys have done this season, first seven games, 15 points, last two games. Yards per game's out of control, but Jeff, I'll read these numbers, the rushing stats yes. against them. Packers, 207. Bears, 240. Lions, 117. Eagles 136, and then just to prove how bad the Rams are, the Rams ran uh, the ball for uh, 38 yards. <laughs> really so I know it's like fun for us to talk about yeah. the quarterbacks, but don't you think that the key to the success of this game is just going to be hand the ball off for the Vikings and then just run, run, run on that Dallas defense? Absolutely, because what it does is it neutralizes the pass rush for the Cowboys, which is outstanding, right? If you're out of third and six plus, mm-hmm. they can't rush the pass in the same way. They can't line up Lawrence and Parsons on one side and, and run their games and get Parsons isolated. Third and two, third and three now helps the offense. So if you pound the Cowboys, which has worked the last four weeks, you get Parsons off this game. You get Lawrence off their game, and they have to, you know, they kind of treat the run as the primary goal now, not rushing the passer. You think Parsons is going to have a breakout game? Of, back to the games that we were talking about Well, here's what I season. think about Micah Parsons. I think his versatility can almost be a hindrance at times. Yes. And I'll use a, maybe an often used analogy, but everyone knows what a Swiss Army knife is. Yes. has all these different things. has a corkscrew on it. Yeah. has tweezers. <laughs> has a nail file. I even looked it up this morning. has a parcel hook, and I was like, what's that for? It's like so you can carry packages with a string <laughs> on the parcel hook. And all those things are, like, unique to have. But none of them are that great on that right. item. No. Right. The Bad one thing that it's actually great at is the cutting, is the knife. But because you have these other things, all of a sudden it's like you need to open a bottle of wine. You're like, where's my Swiss Army knife? Let me go find it. It's like you just have a corkscrew right there, buddy. I feel like that's what the Cowboys have leaned into the last week in particular with Micah, which was he can do. We talked about it. He can play any position on defense. He can do all these different things. But you know what he is 10 out of 10 at? 
rushing the passer. Right. You know why he was getting what I would consider slightly premature, but still getting Lawrence Taylor comparisons? Not because he was lining up as a slot corner occasionally, because he was out there attacking the quarterback. Yes. And so that, to me, it's less about a breakout game and more about Brew. Are they going to get back to treat Micah Parsons for a game like he's Miles Garrett? Not like he's Micah Parsons, where it's like, you know what? Rush the damn right, passer right. That's what, and see if he can Im- put an imprint on it there. That's what I would expect them to want to do. I like what you're saying, but to just point, like, offenses are going to challenge them in the run game. They've sure. got to stop the run. And I was one of those that said, and I still believe, he is like Lawrence Taylor. Now, Jimmy Johnson, the Hall of Famer, said he's better than Lawrence right. Taylor. And that's to your point. All right, when Brew my has thing. That. When Brew it, has a mediocre it, take, and he's like, but this person is worse. I mean, Don't put it on me. Is Jimmy it wrong? Johnson. Did I lie? No. I mean, you know, I, I'm just telling the truth. Here's the thing, Jim. Can you be that good and be 29th in the league in rushing defense? And I get it. It's not all on him. But I'm saying if you're that guy and you're as versatile as you are, you got to help us stop the run more. We well, can't be the, the 29th are, in the league and rush. putting him off the ball now. To your point, they're moving him off the ball to help the rush, but that takes away what he does best, which is rush the passer. Yep. And, and it's not even to... helping against the rush. Correct. I would, I would put him – I put this out there a month ago, and Cowboys fans got angry. Oh, he, he, can, play, he can play off the ball linebacker. Why? Right. Put him in pass rusher every single play. Yeah, There's yeah, a reason why their the ball linebackers well, don't get okay, paid. But, you wouldn't like, put him in as linebacker if they're running no, like that? No, no, I would not because his, his impact, again – when you rush the passer, it takes time to set guys up. If you miss those reps to set guys up because you're playing middle linebacker, it hurts you later in the game when you're kind of going against a guy. Plus, too, like they move him around enough where you know you can't really scheme up calling runs to certain sides, knowing he'll be on this side versus that side because they move around so much. I would put him at defensive end, defensive yes. tackle on third down, and rush the passer as much as possible. I totally agree. Okay. With that. that seems simple. <laughs> Dallas is winning. Yeah. Uh, does KD? Oh, the Nets, an apology. According to Brew, the answer is yes. Guys, I've been first. waiting for Brew's this. Brew's back. I think some Brew's apologies back. are coming on this set. <laughs> Not just KD. Head out to Portland. Brooklyn versus Blazers comes down to a Royce O'Neal tip-in that gave BK the win. Other story, Ben Simmons. 15-13. Yeah. Brew, <laughs> this is... Are in, you in, back? In a, in a strange, I'll take people behind the curtain. Brew sent a text message at 12.30 in the morning. I was watching. I was like, whoa. Closely. Yeah. Yes. Brew, your I biggest takeaway. It's a lot of takeaways. Yeah. But my biggest is that, and, and first let me say this. Oh. Kevin Durant played well. 35 points. I mean, that's 35 points. the and reason congrats, they were in KD. position. Congrats for becoming the 19th player ever to hit 26,000 career points. Oh, so, yeah. good for KD. However, KD, you owe your teammates an apology. Okay, you do. Even if they didn't help you out last night and save you last night, you still owe them an apology. He inspired them. It was wrong to call them out like that. But ironically, guess who spit the bit during down the clutch? Kevin Durant. Despite his 35 Hard points, five guys are he was 0 for 4 from the field. We got some highlights. Yeah. He was 0 for 4 from the field in the last six minutes. All right. With 31 seconds left, okay, KD uh, yeah, yeah, makes a turnover foul. on the inbounds play. Look at this. Oh, okay. 31 yeah, seconds left. They're up three. He makes his turnover on the inbounds play. 
92% foul shooter this year. Misses 15 one. seconds left. He misses a free throw. On this is that's, how do you do that? that's the worst. Yes, one. the missed free throws happen, and yeah. the, the, the offense when they happen down the stretch like that. But that's but Katie's got a foul long shooter. history of making big free throws. That yeah, and one that, foul. If people weren't watching, they're ahead. It, it, the one thing they you were can't up do, three. Right. The one thing you can't do there is foul. Let again. him have the layup. Right. That was bad. That was bad. So he has a turnover in 30, 32 seconds left. Winner. Misses a free throw with 15 seconds left. They could have put him up four yeah. and essentially sealed the game. Then fouls the guy on a layup. And he hits the free throw, Nurkic, ties the game. And then, like you said, okay. he misses the game winner. And who? One of the guys he calls out. Yeah. Not Edmund Sumner, not Nick Claxton. Not uh, Joe Harris. Yeah, not Joe Harris. It Royce was O'Neal. Royce O'Neal, who someone else likes to call. And you like to mock me. I yeah. never said Royce O'Neal was an All-American. All-American. I never said he was going to be All-NBA, all right? I okay. just said he's uh, can I tell a you great something? role All right, player. that's great. I'm happy. And last night he showed okay, it with the tip-in And the triple-double, that's great. So are you, are you back yes. with your nets? I'm back, okay. baby. Yeah. This is so exciting. Because I ain't mentioned Ben Simmons. No, you, no you we're going to Ben. Ben. But this is why this is so exciting. Because... Because Ben Simmons has been out of the lineup and now he's back and had it in a big way. Like in a big Philly way. We'll get him in a moment. And because Philly Kyrie did. has been gone for a few weeks and now he and comes he's back. He's coming Sunday, back. There is a weird thing happening where <laughs> mid season we're getting a version of the next year next. Oh. Where it's like, wait, wait, wait till well now next they're week. Exactly. So that's why Brew, who four days ago, way in out. fact, 48 hours ago, said, no, what you said was, well, they're not the same team that I picked. But now they are. They are. Now they, (laughs) look at him. He's so happy and excited. You act like I'm running. And Ben Simmons, who is averaging on the season one foul every seven minutes. Well. And right now has 43 combined fouls to 42 combined (sighs) baskets and free throws. Brew is, that, is going that's to convince a little himself. Disingenuous, Why is though? it disingenuous? Because, first of all, you, he's he said it last night. People act like I'm coming off an ankle injury. I'm coming off a back injury. Uh-huh. He's just so starting back. to get himself. You're all the oh, way back. Well, look, here's what I'll say. Right now, of course, Milwaukee and Boston look great in the East. So I'll give you that. But Ben Simmons is looking, Nick, like he can be Philly Ben. Oh, stop. He He's not good. 15, 12, and 17. 13. And last night, he he was a great playmaker. He pushed the ball in transition, played good defense, did a really good job on Damian Lillard. Yep, His problem with out. the fouls is partially – some of them were ticky-tack, number one. But he's also having to guard big guys because they don't have any girth in Brooklyn. So that's a problem. But he, I, he was aggressive. He was 6 for 6 from the floor. And now I got Kyrie coming back. See, look at him. Oh, see, I, all right, I, let's Kyrie, call, call me crazy, yeah, no, but Kyrie ahead. can play basketball. Right, so How about that? Yeah. Kyrie's coming back on Sunday uh-huh. against Memphis. Yeah. Yes. While Kyrie Shot. was gone, your Brooklyn Nets, who you were out on kind of one foot out the door, but now you're back I was in. Just, just calling it like it was. Yeah, no, facts are being objective. Yeah, right. of course. Uh, uh, but your Brooklyn Nets went five and three. Uh-huh. Now we have the schedule. They were two and six with Kyrie yep. in eight games. Five and three without him, and now we can show you so guys their next, the next eight. eight games. So, Brew, what I am saying for you to be all the way back in, can you go five and three in this stretch, which would get you to a nice medium spot 
where you're like, you know what? We were five and three without Kyrie. Now we're five and three with it's Kyrie. It's a tough schedule. That's not I a know tough not. schedule. Wait, wait. They Memphis have... is legit. Frisky Magic. Hold on. Philly, some people, hold somebody will just take a big Philly to get Pause. to the final. Pause. Philly does not have Harden, first of all, right? Memphis, they are at home. They are playing the other than the Blazers in the, th that game against the Blazers. Toronto's always. But Toronto, <laughs> Brew, you're, this is the team you picked to win the, I, the Celtics. I'm just giving some Toronto. teams some Brew, respect. This is I'm a not saying schedule. they can't Brew, win those games. They just beat. They just went into Portland and beat the right. leader in the Western exactly. Conference. Exactly. So what are you asking? So, me? Did asking they go can, five and three in that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they can. If I'm they, not making a prediction, but yes, they you're can. not making a prediction. You are though. You are. You, you had the opportunity to abandon the Nets, and now not only are you not abandoning them, you are talking about Philly Ben Simmons because he had back-to-back -back games where he wasn't his awful. two best games of the year. Yes, I understand his two best and games last of night, the year. But if good. one of your it's kids right. fails his first seven tests and then passes one and gets a B minus, there's a reason the other, he failed. Yeah, right? There's a reason Ben wasn't playing well. So wait, well. hold on a second. I want to make sure we're, we're clear here because we're joking around a bit. Do you think what we got from Ben last night is now going to be about the standard? Do you think when you say okay, there's a reason okay. he failed, do you think now you can just say Ben Simmons is going to be low, you know, 12 to 18 points, excellent defense, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, somewhere thereabouts? Okay, honestly – he may have a few ups and downs over the next few weeks. But I do think – here's what I will say. I do think he can get back to being Philadelphia okay. Ben wow. Simmons. I really do. Wow. And that I would be right. – if he can get oh, – it'll probably average out to maybe 13, sure. 14, and 7 and yeah, 7. Sure, that like would that. be great. That Tuesday – I know we kind of blew past it on the schedule. Tuesday at Philly, remember he sat on the bench and got booed. So he's going to play that game. I, I mean – well, I, I, Kyrie lit them. Uh, now, Harden's not playing. Kyrie wanted to go at Harden last year when they went there. It'd be nice if Kyrie and KD could sort of – remember, they like really rode for Ben, but I think yeah. that crowd is going to be uh, uh, a little been, bit noisy. I think he's been this, all right. The Nets are like been, the look, love that Brew had that has always scored him. I smell him, fear. And he winks at him one day in the hallway. It's like, oh, my God. I smell fear. <laughs> oh, you got Nets talking fear. a lot, but I smell fear. Fear. Yes. It's time to run the no huddle <laughs> where we go nuts in this segment. We do two stories in one segment. It's Chiefs Chargers we're going to start with. Sunday night, Chargers coming off a loss to the king of quarterback wins, Jimmy G. Chiefs coming off a, air quotes, win. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it wasn't impressive. No, it wasn't. You guys are thinking of the I'll Titans game. They dominated the Jags. You guys are forgetting who they played against once. the Jags. It's right there yeah. in the script. Dominated? Yeah. Dominated. They were up 20 I to nothing. They gave the Jags yeah. a little bit of hold. They covered one point spread. Yeah. I mean, what do they, what are you guys talking about? Jaguars. There's the, you know, right. Trevor they Lawrence. They trampled the Jaguars. They did. They, did. <laughs> they were up 17. The, 17 is not enough for me. Go ahead. Right. Tony so good. I mean, when you got Buffalo out here beating teams 41. One to seven. That's what I'm saying. Except the Vikings. Oh Anyways, back to the show. Thanks for joining us. Jeff Schwartz is here trying to back Nick up. Uh -huh. uh, I know. This is strange. Nick, are you worried at all about the Chargers? We may have gotten your dander up there, though. I want to watch this. All right, so I hate playing the Chargers. <laughs> I hate it. Mahomes is 23-3 and three against the AFC West in his career. For context, that's 88% Pretty good. win percentage. Brady against the AFC East was 80%. And that 23 and 3, though, it is 17 and 1 
against the Raiders and the Broncos, and six and two against the Chargers. And in those six wins, a couple have gone to overtime. Mm-hmm. They play them hard every single time. Mm-hmm. Also, the Chargers are desperate. If the Chiefs, I said earlier this week, if the Chiefs win this game, they clinch the division. Mathematically, they don't, but they essentially do because they'd be three games clear and or four games clear, and they would have swept them. So it's the Chargers have to win that game. The Chiefs are without their top two receivers for this game. We don't know if the Chargers receivers are coming back or not. So all of those reasons are reasons that it would – and, by the way, it started Chiefs minus seven. It's down to four and a half. So Ooh. all the money's coming in on the Chargers. So I say let's say this. I'm going to kick their ass. Okay. Yes, oh, I, I say all that. Say I this. was wondering and, where that yes, – And I'm going to kick out. You by the way, while Wilds promotes, you know, the upset alert with its 40% win percentage, uh, Nick's picks, which is 7-1-1 against the spread, coming up also in the next segment. 7-1-1 last three weeks yes, documented. Let me just tell you guys, yeah, that's what we do with Nick's picks. Winners. That's right. Uh, if you're thinking about gambling on this game, so I'm going to turn to you because yeah. you're the gambler, uh, wait until the Chiefs fall down. In this yes. game, because they app this game, this they will work. be down seven nothing, maybe even ten nothing, <laughs> and then Mahomes will come storming back. So I think Kadarius Tony have a good game. I think the Chiefs are going to look bad in the very beginning, and then come storming back, similar to what they did the last time they played the Chargers when they were down ten and, and then up ten before you knew. Have we ever seen a team who plays better down by ten? Like they like encourage no. them to play better when they're down by ten. Yes, you mentioned Chargers wide receivers coming back will be important. But what, is, what has hurt the Chiefs in this matchup is the Chargers' pass rush. Yeah, and Bosa's and, not It's playing. just not there right now. Like, that, that is the, that, if they can't rush the passer, then they're not going to stop the Chiefs' offense, even without Juju there and without Hardman. Tony will be more in this offense, MVS. But also, too, Mahomes is finding different guys to throw to. His first 15 catches or, or completions uh, against Jacksonville, nine different receivers. They're finding Noah Gray. They're finding the running backs. They're finding Tony. Like, I think the Chiefs, and they're going to treat this game like a Super Bowl. I mean, it's the Chargers. It's in division. We're going to get a great Andy Reid game. We're going to have that stadium all with Chiefs fans. The Chiefs are going to win this game. I- I'm going to call Nick's bluff. Ooh. I think the real Nick was the first, I don't know, 90 seconds of okay. his take when he was humble when he was like, because the last time I saw you like that for a Chiefs game was when they faced Buffalo. Remember, no swag, yeah. no confidence, you know, and oh, Buffalo wins. One score. You came on at the end with the, we're going to crush them and all that. But I think the real feelings well, were listen, the beginning. You, can, I've watched them play the Chargers with you, yeah, and, and you're it's not driven invited you back. crazy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, can so I tell you something? I, they're two and three against with Justin Herbert. Okay, ma- now I get it. Mahomes didn't play one of the games. Yeah, that's, but not, still, that's not Justin Herbert's fault for the rest. Right, exactly. Justin Herbert. Can, I got a graphic for Mahomes you, Nick. Didn't play I don't know. The rest of the team didn't play either. Well, 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 way it goes. Look at this. <laughs> this is Justin Herbert against the Chiefs. But he's one and three against one one oh six passer rating. 293 yards a game. And look at the TD to interception yes, ratio. And, okay. He's going – and they I, – I, I will go to my grave saying they outplayed the Chiefs in week two. Oh, well, that'll they be, lost What an odd three, thing to tell Sam Peter <laughs> at the gates. I just want you to know, in 2022, <laughs> the Chargers outplayed the Chiefs I in mean, week two. St. Peter's going to check the box score, and he's going to be like, well, that's, that's – uh, Gosh, that, not only is that an odd thing, <laughs> it's also incorrect, sir. Uh, I will say this, Wilds. If they win this game, yeah. when they win this game, they will be halfway to 6-0 and in what I was told – 
by you two. Yeah, we apologize. It's the hardest yeah, division ever. We apologize. The hardest you division so ever. Too. You didn't think that was going to be the top? I didn't think well, they were going to have any ch- hard time winning the division. Yeah. I tell you that much. And by the way, the three left, two against Russ. They, they're two. <laughs> they haven't even gotten to play the Broncos yet. It's so exciting. Oh, Russ. gosh. All right, go ahead, Wild. All right, we're going to head up to Foxborough. <laughs> Last time the Jets and the Patriots faced off, Zach Wilson threw three interceptions and was sacked 100 times. When asked about his lackluster performance, this is what he said. I thought they were good emotions. I mean, I was frustrated, and, you know, I still believe nobody outside of this building knows what they're talking about. So. Oh, Jeff. He just hasn't played well against the Patriots. And I'd just be a little more humble when you're playing a team you're 0-3 against, completing 53% of your passes. And, um, I, you know, when – and I'm not saying that the Patriots' offense is going to do much in this game because the Jets' defense is great and That's playing right. very well. Defense is good but for the Jets. But the issue is, like, if you're Belichick, you're off a bye, you're starting this, you know, Jets team, you're going to shut down the run game. No run game for you. Nope. Can Zach Wilson do anything in this game? Can Zach Wilson make enough plays right. to even get this team to, let's say, 14 to 20 points? I, I don't think so. No. I, so, so you're saying the answer? So, the question: What quarterback would you rather have? What's your answer, oh. Wilds? What are you talking about? I mean, are you insane? I don't know. You've barely Mac Jones. Barely Mac Jones. Oh, says give me a break, barely Mac. You know what? The difference between the gold medalist and the hundred meter dash and the guy who wins the bronze that no one's ever heard of is that much too. There, that that can actually be a lot. So obviously it's Mac Jones, who, by the way, did a full audit on his footwork and where he was looking around. So that we've got that going for us. We have pasted the Jets. This will be our 14th consecutive win against the Jets. Belichick off a bye. This is going to be nice and easy. And as, a, as an extra... Nice and easy. Yeah, it's going to be an easy be one. Easy. As an extra little sprinkling, like uh, rounders with Teddy KGB, sprinkle the pot. A little Matthew Judon, gather some more sacks for your Defensive Player Uh-oh. of the Year candidacy. Ooh, okay. We roll, and we're back in. Roll. We, we roll. Oh, we're, it's going to be like mashed potatoes out there. It's Thanksgiving coming early. Wow. All right, well, look, I, like I, I'm, so I'm going to address <laughs> that Nick's You know what it means. That's like That's my thing. I, I it's like mashed that potatoes. That. No. <laughs> Is that your new catchphrase? Yeah, and then we roll. <laughs> it's a very carb-heavy. <laughs> Sorry, got it. Go ahead. I, I am going to go with the consensus so far. It is Mac Jones. Thank you, bro. Now, Zach, Mac Jones is just more accurate, Thanks. and he hasn't had the weapons. Now, Brees Hall, I know it's hurt. But uh, he they was have the great most when he was healthy. And Garrett, Garrett Wilson, well, there is no one near Garrett Wilson in New England. So Zach Wilson's competing what fifty six percent of his uh, passes for his career. Not good. Yeah, Mac Jones is accurate. Okay. I know he's been off this year, but yeah, I'm going okay. with it. All right, so close. Can we show back. quickly? Do we have time? Can we show the numbers and who wow. Zach Wilson and Mac Jones compare to? It's Baker Mayfield. So if the question is, gun to your head, who would you rather have, Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? The answer, of course, is pull the damn trigger, America. Hey, like, I, I, there, it, it, it's well, a disaster that, it, no I matter what. An option. And so I'm telling you that for this game, yeah. it's a coin flip. Because both teams have excellent defenses, but for long term, I'm not betting on either one of them long term. Right. But the only one who has a chance long term is Zach Wilson. Okay. The only, because In Zach Wilson at least has one elite trait. Trait, pardon me, which is, which is I think his arm strength. I think he has one elite trait of his arm talent. I, I think listen, Max I cerebral. You do? Mm-hmm. I I saw the last time they played this game they. 
lost it on a pick six at halftime that got called back thanks to a – did not a, lose it. We didn't lose it. You were down it. a touchdown. I understand. I understand. But if that – if the Jets defensive lineman doesn't take the late hit on Mac Jones, which had nothing to do with the – with Fair. the interception, yep. you guys lose that game. So I think both of them are career backups. But the only one who has a chance to be a career starter is Zach Wilson. Nah, it's all gravy and mashed potatoes. We're gonna mash potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's mashed potatoes. Uh, which team is on upset alert? The hottest segment in all sports media. Next, first things first. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Welcome back to Upset Alert. It's the hottest segment in all of sports television. As you just saw, I went undefeated 2-0. I am back in a big way. Broussard also got his Upset Alert right. Jeff Schwartz joins us. You covered the spread? I covered yeah. the spread, yeah, most You know what? I would count that as... Between 1-0, 2-0, 4-0, picks also did well. We all made money. Uh, yes, it was fantastic. We are going to start with Brew, who is on a one-game winning streak. I'm rolling. Brew, let's see what you don't got this com- week. Don't take mine. I may or may not. <laughs> I, Nick. I'm sorry. Wow, he's doing oh, it. Oh, you're going. Chargers. Ooh. Here's, Chargers cut off the Chiefs' power supply. Oh. That's my head. Like there it is like right engineering there. Chargers thing. cut the Chiefs' power supply. <laughs> Look, you words. said it yourself. They play them tough. Yeah. Justin Herbert so has win. his way with the Chiefs' defense. He almost averaging 300 yards a game against them. 13 touchdowns. He's won twice. That's more than most of the teams in that division. Mm-hmm. Two and three against the Chiefs. Pretty good. One and three against Mahomes. I get Mah- Mahomes doesn't play defense, though. All right? That passer rating has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> They're beating. I'm sorry. They're beating you. Great upset alert. That's it. That's the end of it? Yeah. Just, they're just beating them. Okay, so yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, What's I thought the they – you know, I came on here after that game when they lost 27-24, and I said the Chargers outplayed the right. Chiefs Right, and it was game. wrong. You keep and, – and, and statistically, Herbert outplayed okay. Mahomes. Can I say Three touchdowns to two. 334 yards, I, I believe. Can, can I just say something real quick? That just uh, – one of Brew's favorite rhetorical traits is to reference something he said as evidence that that was true. Like, I t- if you remember, I told I you was, the Chargers really. outplayed them. They did not outplay them, yeah. but that's fine. You saw that game. Yeah, did the Chargers outplay them? The Chargers were down 10 with like a minute left. I don't know if exactly. they outplayed them or not. They were Most down. of the game, then they scored late. Right. Yeah, well, the Chiefs the, scored a bunch. But they late. had that's a fine. chance. That's okay. I just have one question because you said this earlier when we were talking about that game. Games in Los Angeles. Is it going to be fifty percent Chiefs fans? More. Is it going to be sixty percent Chiefs fans? So you think they're they, are the Chargers going to have to go silent in their own building yes. against the Chiefs? Okay. All right. Good they're luck with that, pick. that. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for. They them. played them to tough in Arrowhead. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, where there was 100 percent Exactly. Okay. All right. Good luck. I think it's a you, you're great You're going out all these little, I like little it. You know what? As partners and upset alert, you support me. <laughs> I support you. You taking my upset alert again? No, I am not. Yes, I'm going to leave smart. that one. He can't support that one. All right. Go ahead. I can't all wait right. till my upset alert. I'm going to Pittsburgh, taking the Steelers to beat the Bengals again, again? this season. Wow. Again this season. Look, guys, TJ Watt is back, right? And the Steelers play so much better when he's in the lineup. He might, he might be the most important player who's not a quarterback for any team in the NFL. And his ability to get to the passer, seven sacks total for the Steelers in week one against the Bengals. I don't think Burrow will, will throw the turnovers that he had, but they've had two games without Jamar Chase, the Bengals have, right? One game against the Browns, not very good. One game against the Panthers, they ran the ball, right? 
It wasn't Joe Burrow. Right, right, right. Steelers are sixth best, best rushing defense in the NFL. Also worth noting, for whatever reason, Mike Tallman is excellent as a home dog in his career. For some reason, able to motivate this team to play so well at home. I like the Steelers again with their defensive line getting after Joe Burrow wow. to win this game. I love that one. Tomlin is 84% against the spread as a home dog. Yes. He's 5-0-2 against the spread as a home dog in divisional games. It's unbelievable. And I do – my real – because I, I like that pick a lot, certainly against spread, and right. we'll see to win That's outright. Fair. My real question is do the Bengals recognize that even though I think – most people believe that the Bengals win healthy at the end of the year could be like a dark horse, to use your term, AFC contender. Right. Do the Bengals recognize that they are far from guaranteed to be in it at the end of the year? Right. Mm. That right as of right now, they're not in the playoffs. They're going to be fighting with, is for that last playoff spot, the Chargers, the Jets, maybe your team, right. the maybe Patriots, Denver. if they win this week. No, not maybe, maybe Denver. Denver. No, what? there's no maybe. Maybe. No, there's no, <laughs> I mean, they're mathematically There's no maybe. But I just feel like, the char- I feel like the Bengals, this is an oddly critical game yes. for them. You can't go 0-2 to Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. That See, that, that's, that's my thing. If they hadn't won, if Pittsburgh hadn't beaten them earlier in the year, I might be with you. And look, I did. I picked Cincinnati not to make the playoffs. I've yeah. said that. So totally. I kind of hope you're right, but I, they gotta have this game. Well, so and does they, Pittsburgh if they want to keep their season alive too. Yeah. Pittsburgh's is as live as Denver is. Tell you that much. Go ahead, Wild. I liked it. I liked <laughs> thank it. you. I appreciate. I it. I thought you did a great job. I gotta hear it. A compliment coming from the Puxatani Phil of football <laughs> is a compliment you should put on your refrigerator. Oh, I will. Thank you. Gold star. So now it is time for the Puxatani Phil of football to make his upset alert. Jeff, do you know why they call me the Puxatani Phil of football? Is it because I'm covered with fur and live in a log? No. It's because I can predict the future. (laughs) Two for two last week. This one, I'm going way out. Way out on a limb again. Old school wild Old school. I'm calling it the Mayfield Miracle. Oh. (laughs) What? Baker in Baltimore. I've got three reasons. And I'm out there. I told you I'm out there. I'm playing a little bit of house money here, but I'm out there. Reason number one, recipe for the Baker. Oh, no, the Mayfield miracle, Baker in Baltimore. I get my alliteration screwed up. Looking for win number four against the Ravens. People are like, wow, he can't do it. Why not? He's done it three times before. Now, granted, he's also lost five games. But worry, <laughs> he's he also won three. A lot. He knows what it's like to beat Lamar and beat Harbaugh. So we've got that going for us. Reason number two, and this is a Josh special. I said, Josh, I got a lot of, I got a lot of gut about Baker, but I need some real tangible data. He said, I've got you, Wilds. Ravens defense, not great. 28 yards per game against the pass. People uh, 66%, 13 touchdowns. Can Baker take advantage of that? No, yes. No. Yes, he can. And then finally, I like a little bit of uh, a little bit of mojo. Like, how's Baker performing with his teammates in Cleveland? Remember? Hey, OBJ's dad threw me under the bus. Anybody want to support me? Crickets, tumbleweeds <laughs> going through the locker room. Not now. Baker's out here really putting himself on the line, headbutting his fellow teammates, and he said, quote, we work too hard not to enjoy it. Yeah, a good headbutt every once in a while goes a long way. I should probably be the subject of Wilds' upset alert. I said, that's a great, I said, that's a great call, Baker. So there it is. 
The Mayfield miracle. He's a desperate guy. This is a start. He played great against Cincinnati. Giving me a wild something. You're, You're back? back? Yeah, let's you go. You're back, man. Let's this go. This is what made been you back for the, record. the punk. I understand. Okay. But you had to kind of, you know, r- ride off through Sarge right. wave Absolutely. last week. You had bit. taken Absolutely. some small it's dogs. It's more like the Tour de France this where I can get behind exactly the guy. Exactly right. hundred percent. But this but is what made you. Though, uh, you know what? I'll tell you this much. I do now. I, Are you uh, serious? Yeah, the head I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. I mean, I get that you're excited that he's got his guts back. Yeah. But you actually think this is going to happen? It may feel a miracle. I, I don't know if you noticed, but before the segment started, we're literally play, flashing sirens. There are all these graphics. And we ha- he is the Punxsutawney Phil of football. So, three minutes ago, I didn't think the Panthers had any shot of upsetting the Ravens. <laughs> At this point, yeah. I would be shocked. If, if they, they don't, do. that's right. And I'm, wow. up, and I'm upset oh, okay. that I did not include the Panthers game in my picks this week because the Panthers plus 13 right now Looks good. feels like free money. Speaking up, time for Nick's pick. Let's go to my picks. Oh, we have been red hot the last three Woo, weeks, America. I promised you that we were just going to muddle through the beginning of the season and then catch fire. 7-1-1 one, one the last three weeks. 16-13-1 overall in the year. Titans easy win. Chargers easy win. And the Raiders game should not count against my record. Jeff Saturday lied to America, True. lied to the commissioner, lied to Las Vegas when he said, oh, we're sticking with Sam Ellinger. There is a reason they off. make you announce your starting quarterback in depth charts, not so you can then switch to Matt Ryan after people have already put their hard-earned <laughs> money on the Las Vegas Raiders. That won't happen this week. Here are my three picks. <laughs> Bears plus three against Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is awful, number 31 overall. Oof. Marcus Mariota has thrown for 200 or more yards in regulation once all year. Meanwhile, ever since the Bears started to let Justin Fields cook, they're averaging 31 points per game. The Bears finally get a victory with Fields. They win outright. Bears plus three. Next one. The Raiders are not better than many teams, but they are better than the Denver Broncos. Las Vegas plus three. Denver should not lay three points to Colorado State. Much less Ooh, the Las Vegas the Raiders. The, wow. the, drive the, that was a little low. The offense is dead last. They just came off a bye, and they are getting worse. They can't run. Russ is beating two current starting quarterbacks in passer rating, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. The Raiders have seven – I'm sorry, the Broncos – are 31st in the league in touchdown passes, second to last. They have seven on the year. They have played nine games. The Raiders, plus three, they're better than the Broncos. We're grabbing the points. Love it. And then the lock of the week, the New York football Giants, minus three against Detroit. Detroit on the road this year has been outscored by 50 points. One of the most mediocre offenses in all of football beat them 29 to nothing when New England did that. The rush (laughs) defense is allowing 160 yards per game as Detroit's. That's the second worst in football. The Giants have a guy named Saquon Barkley and another pretty damn good running back named Daniel Jones. (laughs) And the Giants this year, while everyone else cares about their 7-2 record straight up, you know what I'm impressed by? 7-2 record against the spread. You know what they say, good teams win, great teams cover. Giants minus three, so the picks of the week. Chicago plus three, Las Vegas plus three, the Giants minus three. Man, that feels like a 3-0 week. It does. I've seen it one really does. You are back in a big I way. I am back in a big way. I think way. we just – it was just wins all around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, except for his. Except for yours. Yeah. But it was what – you were hot last week. Yeah. Can't get them every week. Coming up after the break. All right. LeBron on the shop. Taking shots at Palenka. Who would have thought?
Oh, we want, we want Bunny Hill. That was smart how he did it. That was slick. Uh, welcome back to the show. This is a great one. Stay with us here. Special edition of the shop last night during the game. We're talking about LeBron, but we're showing pictures of Aaron Rodgers. Two guys are a little get long in the tooth, if you know what I mean. Uh, the shop, this uh, episode of the shop featured Jamie Foxx, Jalen Ramsey, and some insinuations about Rob Palenka. Mm. Here's LeBron. Take a listen. You got a transcendent franchise player like Aaron Rodgers, quarterback. Obviously, we know the quarterback position in the NFL, you know, besides if you got like a, a monster defense end, you know what I'm saying, or a D tackle like obviously Aaron Donald. That's the, one, that's the most important position in the NFL. So why wouldn't you surround that when you got the pits to, to, to maximize what he can do? Are we still talking football or are we talking basketball? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure you wasn't talking I mean, about it definitely it. translates. Hey, so, so Jay, <laughs> I don't want to talk about me. I'm going to some guys. But they didn't draft nobody, though. Okay, so there you go. There was the shop audio on top of the... Football, as PR had the great little follow-up, yep. saying uh, talking talking football about or basketball here. Yeah. I was, I do honestly think the way LeBron responded that he was just talking football. But let me throw this out to you, Nick. Okay, because we definitely was we, not just talking. Football. Okay, okay, okay. He because he came out like I wasn't talking about me, and then Maverick told us how, but they haven't drafted him, meaning the Packers. Yeah, Maverick tried year. to help him out and they, move they on. Drafted Chris <laughs> because Maverick's a great I, friend. I, I just want to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Because we know it was talking about Buddy Heald and Miles Turner mm-hmm. for rest, Russell Westbrook. And who actually, I'm not blaming everything on Russell. Of course. Anymore. All right. And the two draft picks, right? Buddy Heald, 19 points a game, 41% shooting from three this year. Miles Turner, 18 points, nine rebounds, three blocks, 53% shooting, 38 from three. And the Pacers are seven and six. Mm-hmm. If you had Heald and Turner on the Lakers, they'd be better. Sure. I mean, my yeah. good, like those dudes. I, you you probably can't even make that trade right now. Oh, I bet you could because I, I think the know. Pacers know that they're. But what do you? Are you fine with? Let's assume that this went down the way everyone seems to be reading it other than you, which is it was a not-so-subtle shot shot at the Lakers standing pat thus far. Are you okay with it? With LeBron taking that shot? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, LeBron can say what he wants. The, I mean, he, he can say whatever he wants to, to Lakers. So I'm going to – I think I'm – listen, I think the Lakers are terribly managed. I think Rob Belinka is awful as a general manager in this league. I think he's proven nothing. The only reason that the Genie Bus Rob Belinka power duo is not one of the worst owner GM combos in the last 20 years in sports is because LeBron decided to go play in LA and the Clippers are not a real option. So they, they, they've proven nothing. The Anthony Davis trade was again, right. everyone told us, LeBron orchestrated it. And then the Russell Westbrook trade, everyone blames LeBron for it. And then the tertiary pieces, they've done a terrible job, in my opinion. And I think it is outrageous that back-to-back teams, by the way, for LeBron, have decided to hold on to draft picks rather than try to maximize his window. In 2018, the Cavs could have traded for Paul George when Kyrie wanted out. But they, but Dan Gilbert wanted the draft pick that turned into Colin Sexton, right. who now was on the Jazz. It was, it was ridiculous, and that was when LeBron was still apex LeBron, carried that team to the finals. So I believe all that's true. I also believe that LeBron James made one of the only true critical errors of his career. 
yep. when he signed this extension with the Lakers. Because they can probably listen, I I have been led to believe that there was a discussion there, which was I will commit, and the trade-off is you guys will then maximize the window. You guys will not be as attached to those long-term well, drafts. Why didn't they reverse it? Why didn't he reverse it? Why would he like make the trade and then I'll sign? I think it was what, and again, maybe this still happens, but as I said before the year, the concern was it'll be too late. A better trade might come around. I think they thought there was a chance that they might be able to get Dame. I think that they thought there was a chance the Blazers were going to be terrible. They'd want the picks, and the Blazers would do right by Dame and send him let send him somewhere he wanted to go. I think they had you know stars in their eyes on what they were going to get, and they thought they were going to be able to tread water until then. Yeah. But now there is talk. Well, you're so bad now. Right. Even making the trade doesn't make you a contender. So maybe you just stand pat and waste another year of LeBron. Can't well, call his prime. It, 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 another year of his career. And but LeBron gave them that option by signing the extension, which I was shocked when he did it, and I do not think he should have done it. And so he I, hasn't been able to stay healthy either. Yeah. Right? And not to mention Anthony Davis, who could go down any day now. So I, I, I think that's a factor too. Okay. Uh, coming up after the break. Our, mo- our Monday headlines, Future Things First. Future Things First. Yeah. It's a futuristic newspaper. It's the most futuristic uh, segment in all of sports stuff. Right. Aside from Upset Alert, which is also telling the future. That's a good point. Nick's yep. not going to. Not making metal stand, Kawhi. But he's back, kind of. After missing 12 games, Kawhi started and went 6-5-4 and four in 25 minutes. After the game, said the ACL is a two-year process. Well, we're getting there. Huh? We're, well. we're getting there. Uh, are you optimistic about your Clippers with Kawhi? I, I don't know that they're with Kawhi yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Points. This is baffling to me, and it's very disappointing. Bronze medal, <laughs> Ben Simmons. Ooh. Congratulations, Ben. Thank you, Nick. That's medal. That, that was good. Seven. And unlike the previous game, which was a mediocre game at best, but was his best game of the year, so people act like it was a big deal. This was actually a good game. They didn't allow 150 points. They got a great road win. He was good on both ends, and he played with confidence. And as I do for, you know, all players, but particularly clutch clients, I'm rooting for Ben. Unlike Bruce Fake rooting for, I am rooting for Ben. I'm skeptical, but I'm rooting for him. He gets his first medal in two-plus years. Silver medal, De'Aaron Fox, 28 points. And a nice win for the Kings over the Spurs. Also, I like this thing the Kings are doing with that beam of light above the stadium every time they win. I have family in Sacramento. They like it. It's really cool that that city has a team. I like it. I like De'Aaron Fox. He gets a silver and a gold. Despite the fact that Brew pilloried him for his play down the stretch of this game, Kevin Durant did have 35-8-3 and and was the entire reason the Nets were even alive. I mean, have you seen who's in their starting lineup? Ask KD. It ain't great. (laughs) KD gets a gold. There's the medal stand from last night in the NBA. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Really? Of course. Where's Royce O'Neal? Oh, my gosh. Royce O'Neal at home? Triple-double game winning tip-in. Yeah, he didn't. You want me to take Ben Simmons off, or you just want to be an all-Nets podium for your beloved Nets? That's good. Uh, Time for... Monday headlines, future things first. It's our fake newspaper where we make headlines on what's going to happen. We're going to start with Broussard. Chris, take us away. All right, Nick, uh, your tears this week. Number one was the Chiefs. Irritatingly excellent is what you said about them. Here's my headline. 
irritatingly excellent, my foot. All right, because the Chargers are about to put that foot somewhere. What? In Kansas City foot? and beat them. It just means my foot. What is that? Just because we're doing it like a newspaper doesn't mean we have to use yeah. colloquialisms from no, the days of the You never heard my foot. <laughs> never heard heard my, foot. My, my foot. What? Okay. Yeah, it's good. All right. You're number one, my foot. My there foot. There it is. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the same game. Oh. MV Patrick. Because after another comeback victory, and I'm calling it now, America, don't lay the Chiefs minus four and a half. There's no reason to. Wait until the Chiefs trail in this game. You might even be able to get them plus money and live bet it. Wilds has put one of his kids halfway through college trailing me on these Chiefs live bets. Patrick Mahomes is going to fuel another comeback on national television. Chris Collinsworth is going to hyperventilate showing the Patrick Mahomes highlights. And it will be a runaway in the MVP race. Such a runaway that at the end of the year, Patrick Mahomes might be resting. And then once again, they give it fraudulently to someone else like they did with Aaron Rodgers. Uh I'll never forget that. Go ahead, Wild. Quickly, could you please DM Nick your phone number? That way, if Twitter goes down over the weekend, you can send that tweet out. (laughs) That gets people so much money. Uh, My headline, oh, it's a classic. Flurry of victories for a, yet another win over the Jets. Like this will it. be our <laughs> this will be our 14th straight victory over the Jets and the Patriots, who are already in the playoffs. If they started today, they're already in the playoffs. If they started today, we're in the playoffs. We've moved further up. Maybe coming up okay. next to speak a you show that never go wrong will not be flurry. talking about Mac Jones. Never My go wrong with.